Donald Trump's about to chow down on some good old-fashioned Southern cooking. Her name is Nikki Haley. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. And I'm so glad that everybody decided to join us today. We got a lot of folks uh, ready to go with the exciting news that Nikki Haley is going to be, looks like one of the first, one of the first people to jump into the pool um, with Donald Trump, who's just been a, he's just been a hungry shark swimming around in the primary pool all alone. He's been looking, he's been look. he's been waiting for some food. He's been waiting for somebody to jump in um, that he could just tear limb from limb and fill the water with blood and guts. And Nikki Haley, former governor of South Carolina, looks like she's going to be the first one uh, to do it. Before, and we're going to get into that story. Also, Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is clearly now campaigning for president, um, even though he hasn't yet officially announced and probably won't for a little while. And I want to compare the two. Nikki Haley's style to Ron DeSantis's style and how Donald Trump factors into both of those. We'll get to that in just a minute. But first, this podcast is brought to you ta-da, by our top secret document, notepads. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Now you can write on top secret documents taken right from Joe Biden's garage. If you look up top there, it says Joe Biden's garage, Wilmington, Delaware. And these notepads are, uh, they're fantastic. They come with 50 sheets of top secret documents. See, so lots of note taking abilities. It says top secret at the top. It says classified. It's got a watermark here with Joe Biden riding in his Corvette, the very same Corvette, the very same Corvette that was parked just, just feet from the top secret documents that he was keeping in uh, in in uh, Wilmington, Delaware. Of course, there's redacted material on the bottom, and there is, of course, the ice cream stain. I believe chocolate chip because that is Joe's favorite flavor. So, if you haven't yet grabbed these, by the way, these uh, we're on like the third edition of these. We've ordered so many, we keep ordering them. We can't keep them on the shelves. Um, people are ordering the three pack, the six pack. People are getting ten of these so that they can they can share them with their friends and family. And I sent a bunch to my friend Carl Higby at Newsmax, and he just wrote me back and he said, brother, these are fire. These these notepads are fire. Uh, I got to get you on the air. So I think Saturday we're going to be on Newsmax talking about these. But if you want them, topsecretnotepad.com. Seriously, go there now. I don't know how much longer we're going to be able to print these because paper's at a, paper's at a premium. Topsecretnotepad.com. Or if you're watching on TikTok or Instagram or anywhere else, you can just click the link in bio. I made it really easy for you. Click the link in bio, get your notepads. They make fantastic gifts for Valentine's Day, which is just a couple weeks away. President's Day, which is coming up on the 20th. If someone has a birthday, you know, my wife's birthday is today. And I was going to give her one of these. And she was like, no, I'd like, I'd like jewelry, please. And I was like, all right, fine, fine. So anyway, but if you want to get some of these or even just for yourself, uh, my producer Hannah uses them for everything. Topsecretnotepad.com. Um, get something cool for yourself, a great novelty item. It's very utilitarian. You can use it for anything. And of course, it also it also helps to uh, support the show. All right, back to Nikki Haley. So this presidential primary, it looks like it's, we just talked a little while ago about how slow it's been. And the reason it's so slow is because don't nobody want to get torn apart by Donald Trump. We all know, everybody knows Donald Trump. They're familiar with Donald Trump's style when it comes to campaigning. They're familiar with Donald Trump's style when it comes to the primaries. They're, con- they're familiar with Donald Trump's style when it comes to pretty much everything. And Donald Trump's style is l- survey the landscape, see, you know, find the weakest competitor and just rip them to shreds, just berate and belittle, point out their flaws, publicly humiliate them, turn the public against them, make them, turn them from a particular particularly strong or exciting, exciting candidate into somebody who's just the worst person in the world and who you could never, ever, ever consider yourself 
voting for. That's what he did in the primary in uh, in 2016. That's how he got the nomination. That's what he did with Hillary Clinton, of course, and that's how he won the presidency. That's what he did throughout his tenure as president, his four years as, as president, and now he's going to do it again in 2024. And that's why it's taken so long for somebody, anybody really, to jump in the ring and say, um, all right, I'll do it. I'll run against Donald Trump. Uh, because at this point in time, in the primaries, we should have seen a couple of other characters who have uh, who have stepped up. Now, the front runner or the people that are talking about uh, the the people that a lot of folks are talking about are um, Ron DeSantis, who's governor of Florida, who, even though he is not actively campaigning and has not thrown his hat in the ring, I believe is actively campaigning and will be throwing his hat in the ring. Now, it's pretty official to me doing based on what he's doing um, today in the state of Florida, where we are. So we know what we're talking about. Uh, Nikki Haley, however, she's got a really different road to hoe. And I think it's very difficult. And I think what she's doing is she's almost sacrificing herself. Uh, she's sacrificing herself even without even knowing it. Again, Donald Trump is alone in a pool. The primary selection is a pool, a swimming pool. He's this great white shark. That's not a race. That's not a race. That's not like a racist thing. I'm not, I'm not calling him because you know what the Democrats are going to say. They're going to be like, I, ha- I heard you call uh, Donald Trump a white supremacist. No, I called him a white shark, like a great white. It's just a type of, it's a brand of shark brand as yeah, a, it's a species, whatever he's jaws. And he's swimming around in this pool and the pool's empty. The only one in the pool is Kanye. And I'm pretty sure Kanye left because we haven't seen anything from Kanye in months. So Donald Trump's swimming around in this pool and he's got his jaws out and his teeth are sharpened and his gums are just ready to rip. They're like strong and ready to rip. He hasn't had a, he hasn't had a meal in, in years and he's just waiting for some poor sap to jump into the pool so that he can just jump on him and, and rip him to shreds. You know, that's, or, you know, if you want to, maybe you don't like the shark analogy. It's just, okay, fine. Donald Trump's in the, in the pool and he's got his, you know, he's got his speedo on and he's waiting for somebody to jump in so that he can take their head and shove it underwater and stick his foot on it and drown them until they float up and just, they're just dead floating bodies on the water and nobody can vote for them because their political careers have been drowned by Donald Trump. That's his style. That's what he's waiting to do. No one's done it. Nikki Haley is now going to be the first. And I'm not really sure why. I mean, I guess she feels like she, she must have done some kind of exploration. You know, typically people do. They poll. They go out there. They have a they have a group of individuals that survey the landscape and say, you know what? This presidential primary is ripe for someone like Nikki Haley, even though Nikki Haley, A, holds no elected position. B, was governor of the state of South Carolina, which, OK, I love South Carolina. It's like one of my favorite states. But uh, apparently, I mean, I don't know how popular that made her. She was ambassador to the UN. She had some troubles with Trump. And a lot of folks don't believe she's conservative enough to be president of the United States. Um, She is or will be, however, the first presidential candidate, I believe, uh, with Indian descent, not Indian like American Indian, like Pocahontas, but like uh, like like Gandhi. Uh, I think she's half Punjab or something. But um, but anyway, so that's that's an interesting fun fact about Nikki Haley. Um, but she's going to be, she's going to have a tough road to hoe because right now Donald Trump has only one person or I guess February 15th is when she's going to formally announce. And at that point on February 15th, Donald Trump is going to go whole hog after her double barrel. He'll have nothing else to do. He's, he's running around, he's campaigning. He's trying to take out the competition before they even, before they even blink. You know, I was listening. It's so funny because I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day. And he was talking to Louis C.K. and they were talking about fighting in high school and stuff like that. And Louis C.K. said, I think 
Uh, he was talking about the first time they ever spoke. He goes, the first time I ever spoke, you told me a story about this guy in high school who like flexed up on you. And you told me the important thing is that you need to stop the fight before it even starts. And I, and Donald Trump is, a, he's big at that. He wants to stop this primary before it even starts. If Nikki Haley jumps in, he's going to start hitting her. Not figure, not literally, but figuratively. And if that happens, she's not going to survive to the primary. Um, she's definitely not going to get the votes that she needs to win any of the primary um, competitions, especially the big ones in New Hampshire and South Carolina even. And, you know, and that's the interesting thing. South Carolina is an early primary state. So if Nikki Haley loses in South Carolina to Donald Trump, it'll be reminiscent of Marco Rubio losing in Florida to Donald Trump. He'll have to bow out. So it's, uh, it's going to be a tough road to hoe for her. Now, as far as Ron DeSantis is concerned on the other side, everybody loves Ron DeSantis. All these people are all about Ron DeSantis. They want Ron DeSantis for president. They want Ron DeSantis for like everything. Ron DeSantis, he's the best governor we've ever had here in the state of Florida. People think he'll be the best president. And he is campaigning in a different way, but he also has the luxury of being an elected official. Not just an elected official, but an elected executive. Not just an elected executive, but an elected executive from a very large, powerful state that really kind of shows a cross-section of the entire country. Florida is is, you know, North Florida is a lot like the Southern United States and Orlando and, and Tampa are a lot like, you know, Midwestern parts of the state. And Miami is a lot like New York and, and LA and a lot of these other parts of the state. So we really have this microcosm of the United States of America that Ron DeSantis has learned how to navigate. And he's really, he's got this luxury where he can campaign for president just by governing. Because what the things he does as governor will translate very easily to a national scale. For example, Ron DeSantis won re-election on a couple of things. Number one, he was awesome. Number two, he, uh, he grabbed onto education as one of his big hot button issues. And he gave, you know, he fought parental rights in schools. Not don't say gay. That's not an actual thing. There's no bill called don't say gay. Uh, but it was parental rights and education. And he found that to be very successful and popular. Parents in the United States of America, or parents in Florida, they want to have a say in their children's education. They don't want these teachers fresh out of college to have carte blanche to, to teach their kids about, you know, gender identity and homosexuality and who they sleep with. And they don't want them to create a safe space for kids to talk about, you know, all this other stuff that has nothing to do with education. They want their kids to go there and be taught reading, writing, and arithmetic and science and civics, really, which, I mean, civics, and nobody's teaching civics anymore. Ron DeSantis thought that was a huge issue. Let's get CRT out of the schools. Let's get this gender identity out of schools. Let's bring back civics, American patriotism, you know, American, the uh, government systems, everything you need to know to succeed ed educationally. And of course, the left went crazy. They thought he, they called him a racist. They called him a sexist. They called him a homophobe. They called him woke. And he won by a landslide. So he's looking at that going, wow, that was effective. Let's now do this. Uh, let's move forward. And we will do this now on a, a grander scale. So yesterday he announced he's going into the public university system in Florida. And he's getting rid of all the DE&I, all the diversity, equity, and inclusion programs, which have become bureaucrats, uh, bureaucracies of indoctrination. You know, you go in there. They were designed to help students be more equal or, you know, designed to help colleges be more diverse or help people feel like they were included. But very quickly and rapidly, the liberals took advantage of that. And the left has turned pretty much every college, not just the ones here in Florida, but nationwide into indoctrination centers for left-wing ideology. 
And a lot of it is being done with government money through these DEI programs. So Ron DeSantis said, screw that. <laughs> and yesterday he said, we're going to, we're going to cut those out. We're going to, we're going to make, I mean, he's forcing every uh, public university in the state of Florida to make a list of all the money, itemize all the money, all the dollars they spend on these DEI programs. And then he'll slowly just cut them, bleed them dry and turn our institutions of higher learning back into, get this, institutions of higher learning. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird to think that you're going to a college to get a, uh, you're going to a college to get an education to learn a skill so that you can go out and you can, you can succeed in the world and you can have, you know, marketable skills like mathematics or science or medical degrees or law degrees or history or whatever it is, whatever else you're studying, instead of going to college to learn about ridiculous things that have no business on a, on a, in a college classroom and, uh, and are being funded by taxpayer dollars. That's what he's, that's what he's latched onto. And again, this is a very popular program. Parents in Florida are all about it. Parents in Florida, the majority of them want to send their kids to school, want their kids to learn stuff about stuff and not stuff about sex, especially little kids. And it seems now that if parents are starting to, um, if parents are starting to send their kids to colleges, uh, you know, public schools here in the state of Florida, they're going to get the same kind of treatment. It'll be interesting to see how, what kind of, what kind of application increase, if you have like an increase in applications to any of these Florida schools in the next couple of years, I think that's going to be, that's going to be the interesting, uh, you know, measurement to watch. And that's going to really bolster Ron DeSantis on a national level. But look, if it works here in Florida, he's betting that conservatives all over the country are going to want to say in their kids' education too. And we've already seen it in Virginia with Glenn Youngkin, where he rode to victory on the same thing. So parents are sick of it, man. They're sick and tired of it. And Ron DeSantis, just by doing his job as governor, is running for president. What he's doing here in Florida, it, what he's doing to the state, what he's, you know, how he's making it much, much better for parents, much safer for people and students, much freer for anybody who doesn't want to be locked down or wear a mask or have to show any kind of vaccine passport to go to a concert. The free state of Florida, that ain't no joke. That ain't no cure. That's just not a, a fun um, motto that he's going to throw up. That's the way it actually is here in Florida. And people are, that's why people are moving here. That's why people are moving here in droves. And that kind of, you know, it, it's interesting. He can get up every single day, go to work every single day, make Florida great again. And he's, he's at the same time just checking off boxes for his national campaign when he does decide to run. Nikki Haley doesn't have that. Nikki Haley ain't doing nothing right now. She can't wake up every single day and say, look what I just did for Florida. Look what I just did for South Carolina. Look what I just did here. All Nikki Haley can do is get up and campaign and say why she might be a great candidate, but of course she's going to have Donald Trump smacking her down just every single day on his truth social network and on TV and uh, wherever else he happens to be. Cause that's how Donald Trump rolls. So that's it. Look, if you were waiting for Donald Trump to get into full campaign mode, it's about to happen. February 15th is when Nikki Haley is going to announce her, um, is going to announce her, her um, candidacy for president in 2024. There are others that we're watching. Of course, Mike Pompeo, Mike Pompeo, he also um, has expressed interest in being president. Uh, Glenn Youngkin from, from Virginia, a lot of people think, is going to jump in there. I've heard rumors that Rick Scott, our former governor and also our current senator in Florida, is also thinking of jumping in. But I think a lot of them are going to wait. They're just going to wait a minute. They're going to be like, look, we got to figure out, we got to see how this goes. We got to see what Donald Trump's doing. You know, what is Donald Trump's plan? Uh, let's watch Nikki Haley and see. Let's shove her in there. 
I imagine right now, I imagine right now, Nikki Haley's getting words of encouragement from everyone else who wants to run for president going, you go girl, you go, you get in that pool, you swim with that shark. Let's see what happens. And they're all just sitting around going, okay, is this going to, how's this going to end for her? If this doesn't end well, then maybe we'll wait a little while, or maybe we'll rethink it, or maybe we'll wait uh, until 2024. Yeah, I think that's probably, I think that's probably what's going to happen. Anyway, listen, uh, we've got a lot going on today. It's when it's whatever you want Wednesday on the Marque show. So, so at noon Eastern 11 central, we urge you of course, to, to join us wherever you can. If you can listen live on the radio, great. If not, you can stream us on Facebook or anywhere else. You guys, by the way, have been great with uh, sharing this podcast and with, with su- the subscribing on iTunes and on Spotify, our subscription numbers are just pew, just bam, just like a rocket, just like Jeff Bezos's rocket, his big penis rocket up to space. That's the same with our subscription numbers and also our, our likes and shares and, and the, the reviews and all of that, of course, pushes us up in the algorithm, helps us continue to spread conservatism, helps us spread the message that America is great, uh, America can be even greater, and that uh, we just need the strong leadership um, of conservative Republicans, not these other wishy-washy kind of Republicans, but conservative Republicans, traditionalists, constitutionalists, those people who are who are really about your, they're liberty-loving, freedom-defending patriots. That's what we call them. Uh, they're people like you, like me, like a handful of folks in Washington, D.C., and hopefully a lot more come 2024. But every time you subscribe and share and like and tell somebody about this podcast or this broadcast or our social media network, every time you buy one of our top secret uh, document notepads, it helps the cause. Not only are you helping yourself and, and, you know, entertaining yourself and getting yourself a really cool notepad, not only are you helping me grow the show, but you're helping the United States of America. So again, topsecretnotepad.com is where you can go right now, topsecretnotepad.com. And we're going to get them out to the mail, um, in the mail to you ASAP. You can get a one pack, a three pack or a six pack, uh, share them with all your friends. Do that right now. Do that as soon as we're wrapping up. So you can do it right now. And of course, join me later today for the Mark K Show. And of course, every single day right here for Mark K Saves the Republic.